Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Picture yourself surrounded by grass and trees under a bright blue, early autumn sky. There's music playing, and you're close to the riverbank of one of the prettiest villages in Ontario, where the best emerging and established writers in Canada have gathered together for 25 years now. They're reading from works geared towards adults, teenagers, kids, and families, and you are engaged, laughing your head off, maybe even moved to tears. This is Sunday afternoon at the Eden Mills Writers' Festival, located just 10 minutes east of Guelph. Join us for our 25th anniversary, September 13th to 15th, in Guelph and Eden Mills. For more information about our accessible all-ages schedule, buying tickets, and shuttle service from Guelph, visit EdenMillsWritersFestival.ca. Creative Control with Vish Khan. Why, hello once again. You know, it's it's interesting. There's three episodes of my podcast this week. I was not planning on this. When I started the show, I thought maybe it'd be once a week. Maybe. It seems to have hit its stride, and now it's twice a week. But I, I, I can only assume that this will go down to it maybe once a week at some point. I really don't know. It's so unknown. Anyway, this is the second of three episodes uh, that uh, have been posted this week. And earlier this summer, I uh, spoke to the Los Angeles-based electropop duo Superhumanoids about their new record, Exhibitionists. And at the time, we didn't actually know when they might be coming to Canada. And uh, as it turns out, they are going to be in Canada on September 5th in Montreal at La Tulipe and on September 6th in Toronto at the Danforth Music Hall. Uh, both shows opening up for uh, Meyer Hawthorne. So, it seemed like a good time to uh, post this interview finally. So, uh, stay tuned. You're going to hear an interview with the Superhumanoids and also a song from their record, Exhibitionist. All on this second of three episodes of Creative Control this week. Questionable people doing questionable things. 
For close to 20 years now, Joel Plaskett has been writing music that's smart enough to keep you listening to songs with meaning waiting to be discovered, while also rocking you into enough of a frenzy, ah, you just want to make a little noise. Halifax's favorite son returns to Guelph after a triumphant headlining set at the 2012 Hillside Festival, and he's coming back with his awesome band. Yes, the Joel Plaskett Emergency play the River Run Center on Friday, September 13th as part of the 25th annual Eden Mills Writers Festival. They'll be joined by the fantabulous Jim Guthrie and also Bedini Band, whose Dave Bedini will be doing a reading from his new book, Keon and Me, My Search for the Lost Soul of the Leafs. For tickets and more info about this accessible all-ages concert, please visit the River Run Center box office, riverrun.ca, and edenmillswritersfestival.ca. Superhumanoids are a trio from Los Angeles who make dreamy R&B-infused electronic pop songs that are deceptively airy. With their hazy vocals and melodies, the band are definitely working within a mysterious aesthetic, but they've also got a penchant for unexpected pop hooks and arrangements. Their debut LP is called Exhibitionist and is available on August 6th via Innovative Leisure. And here now to discuss it further are Max and Sarah of Superhumanoids. Hi, Max. Hi, Sarah. How's it going? Hey, everybody. How you doing? You doing good? Yeah, we're great. We're great. We're in our studio in Los Angeles, and the, and the weather's perfect. It's summertime. Yeah. Beautiful. As I'm speaking to you, I'm sweating profusely. It's very hot. It's very hot in Canada, which is not a stereotype. That's not actually a thing that Canada is known for, but it's, it's been extremely hot. Well, if you'd like, you, you can come visit us. Yeah, it's pretty mild over here. <laughs> it's not. It's not as blazingly hot. It doesn't. Los Angeles gets hot, doesn't it? It gets like super hot. But just dry heat. So it's, it's different. We're not. In, you know. I know that you don't sweat per our earlier conversation, but other people <laughs> must be really sweaty up in that humidity. Well, I, I I do sweat a little. I what I was saying earlier is that I don't necessarily smell when I sweat. I've been told that I you know I sweat. I, I don't sweat as much as most people, except like I went for a run today and I got extremely sweaty, but. And I'm still, I haven't stopped sweating since I came back from that run, which was hours ago. <laughs> but generally, Your sweat just doesn't smell. it's right. It's just, it's not that I don't ever wear antiperspirant or deodorant. I'm just, I, I, I just haven't, don't need it. Apparently, I don't need it. I, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, lucky man. Very fortunate indeed. I mean, at the same time, if I, you know, sometimes you can't smell yourself. Sometimes people are like, by the way, your breath smells. And you're like, really? I, oh, I didn't, oh. And you don't know it, you know? Yeah, you have that ever happen? Yeah, yeah I mean... Never. <laughs> I assume it's happened. <laughs> Someone, if you have good friends, they'll tell you, like, you know, you might want to go to the... You know, you got something... Something's going on there. You might... Ugh. But, like, if you don't have good That's friends... That's a hard thing to tell somebody, though. Yeah, it's like a good friend will tell you when you have food in your teeth, though. Right. Yeah. It's the same principle. Totally. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about your band and, and the fact that a lot of superhero stories these days really rely on on cool origin stories. Like they they really want to. That's really popular, like cool origin stories. So I'm curious, what is Superhumanoids' origin story? Well, the cool thing about us is we're we're from Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty cool uh, on its own <laughs> terms, I guess. Well, you, said, you said you said origin, right? 
origin I, stories? I did, yeah, origin stories. You know, like like were you born on a separate planet oh, we, or, or did you know were were your parents killed in an alley and then now you avenge their deaths, that kind of thing? I mean, that's what I'm oh, talking wow. about. Like it gets heavy. The origin story can get heavy, but I was curious about superhumanoids origin story because every superhuman seems to have a great origin story and all you've told us thus far is that you're from Los Angeles and that's just not enough that's well, not... which which is a, is a very special place I mean we have um, you know the glitz and glamour of Hollywood and the seedy underbelly of Skid Row and everything in between uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we get to experience all those things and um, I think that that's w- one of the most important things about uh, this group of people but have you fought any crime with your music? Does your music actually help help the city of Los Angeles? We're, pa- we're, we're pacifists. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're pretty peaceful people. Okay, that's that's fair. That's a that's a good part of, of being a superhuman. Because when you have a name like Superhumanoids, it's just a lot of responsibility. One would think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been your experience. It's let the name for itself. <laughs> well, has the city of Los Angeles actually impacted... Uh, your music in any particular ways? Because I get the impression that it, it maybe it has. Maybe your surroundings have kind of infiltrated the sound of the band in some way. Is that is that possible? I, I think that's very accurate. I think that the music that we make, I mean, our goal is to sort of provide a soundtrack for living in Los Angeles and other places too, but since that's where we live and where we're writing this music, it's a very direct, um, I don't know, there's a very direct influence on the way we sound because of where we live. Yeah, we're also exposed to a lot of different types of music here in the live scene, which also, you know, sort of helps, like, cultivate, maybe not, like, specifically our sound, but just, you know, influence or be inspired by that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there, 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 there seems to be a number of bands sort of... They're, they're writing pop songs, and they bear an electronic influence these days. It seems to be happening... A lot. And, and can you maybe talk about why you suppose this is? What is the appeal of that electronic aesthetic within the the realm of kind of writing catchy pop songs? Well, for us, I think the appeal is uh, when we started making music together, we were surrounded by a lot of like rock bands that were um, influenced by a lot of folk music. And um, it was just uh, interesting to us to try something that was different that um, people, less people that we were surrounded by were doing. I think it's also interesting, too, with, with electronic music, it's uh, it's cheaper to get good sounds, essentially. You know, like I can download a sample that sounds great and uh, program it to, to death on my laptop, but if I want to go into a studio and, uh, you know, record a mandolin, Microphones and preamps and like a nice sounding room are all pretty pricey. Right. So there's a kind. Of, okay. So there's an economic aspect to it. Sarah, do you have any thoughts about this? Um. I mean, I think for us, we all just you know loved electronic music growing up. Um. You know, like in high school, I loved listening to Air and that sort of stuff. And so to me, it's just you know something that I really enjoy musically listening to and playing okay no, that's fair from my observation pop music is always very now you know what i mean like pop music is very contemporary and electronic music almost every iteration of electronic music when it's when it's done right and it's inventive it often sounds like it's from the future it, it sounds like it's from some place that we haven't 
she had discovered, or at least we're kind of conditioned to feel like it's from the future. What do you make of that? I think that that's a really exciting way to look at it. And something that we strive to do with our electronic music is we want to, you know, create sounds that people feel like they haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and potentially, have you ever, have you been to the future? You are superhumanoids, and I, I can't seem to shake, <laughs> shake my fascination with the fact that you are superhumanoids, and for that I, I apologize, but I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, we are from the future, actually. We've oh. been to the future, and we are not allowed to say what is going on in the future. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sarah looks exactly like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few conversations recently where people can't tell me about the future. Most... most uh, Recently about the new Arcade Fire record. No one can tell me what it's like. But you guys have probably heard it already. Yeah, we've heard it. It's awesome. We, we can't really say much, but... <laughs> but I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the future is like. Just an incessant Arcade Fire record on, spin, on like, repeat. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, electronic heavy, as you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, because it's from the future, yeah. You guys have made uh, some EPs in the past, but how did that experience influence your work on making this full-length Exhibitionist? Well, I think the main thing about uh, our LP versus the EPs is the EPs were recorded entirely in our homes. And uh, for the LP, we went into uh, some studios to get drum tones and some guitar sounds and stuff like that. I see. And do you see any other sort of uh, lyrical or or musical themes that developed uh, out of that uh, experience on this record? I think... think, uh... The the first two EPs that we were doing were like sort of gathering our thoughts and you know musical identity, which sort of cultivated you know what we were doing with this upcoming record. And I mean, it, it's still you know we're still like ever changing and constantly growing. But uh, I think those two EPs sort of launched that like just understanding of what we were doing and. And I think the other interesting thing about our album is that we consciously recycled sounds. So you'll hear certain synth sounds reoccurring on different songs and different drum tones and stuff like that. And that was a conscious effort to make it feel like a, a cohesive piece. Right. Okay. And, and otherwise, uh, in terms of sort of thematic aspects to it that, that may show up in, in the things you're singing about, uh, do you have you kind of had a chance to step I back? Think that's- well, Los Angeles, like we mentioned from the beginning, is like a very strong theme, and on that record, um, especially. Okay. Did, is it true that did you start making this record like a couple of years ago? Yeah, two years ago. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I said a couple. 
Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Yep. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> that's the same. That's what a couple is. It's two. You're, 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 you're totally right. correct. Okay, so you started making it a couple years ago, and it just it's it's just taken... Is it just like boring business stuff as to why it's taken a couple years to come out? Pretty much. Yeah, it's been done for a while, and the boring business stuff is, you know, the time the time stuff. Okay, but this is this always puts bands in an interesting position. When they've got to wait for boring business logistics... Uh, and they finish something, that means that it's it's possible that they've already moved on from the project that hasn't yet been released and are, you know, potentially have evolved and, and are already re- recording and writing new things. Is that the case for you guys? We're always writing and, and recording. Um, I mean, it's really frustrating to us that we made this record so long ago, especially... When you, like when you mentioned earlier that you know a big part of electronic music is who can get there first and creating these sounds that feel futuristic and um, that's hard when you have to like let a lot of time pass before other people can hear it. Yeah. Did you think about just putting stuff out uh, as it was ready or I mean it's, it probably doesn't make. We this... thought we thought we thought about it, but we really are proud of this record and we wanted as many people to hear it as possible. So uh, that's why it, it took so long. We've also we've also released some cover songs between then um, that I think probably you know like show who we are a little bit more now as a band. Um, but yeah, and and we like I said like the entire two years that we were waiting for this to come out, we didn't stop being a band. We were in the studio writing and recording, so we have you know quite a lot of music beyond this record that's coming out in a couple of weeks um, also. Oh, okay. That, and just like separate of the record? Separate of the record. Like what, newer than the record. Nice. And what will, so what format will that, will that be like an EP or a... Uh, I, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to get back to you on that. We'll have to go to the future and back. <laughs> You're from the future. You should know this already. This is very vexing for me. <laughs> all right, fine. What about Canada? Are you coming to Canada at all? I think so. I think we might be coming in uh, in August. Do you know? Do you know but, what? But what? No, <laughs> I, I can't really. I'm not really at liberty to say. But but um, again, we'll we'll call you back with like the date and time. And you yeah. should come. Well, who is preventing you? Yeah, from we're actually t- just in Canada. Oh, I'm you, sorry. Who is preventing you from telling me this information? Well, there's this futuristic Orwellian force. We don't really expect you people from the, the present to understand. That's, that's that's you've already probably said too much based on the, the nature of the yeah I know force. I'm gonna get murdered right after this phone call. <laughs> okay. okay, so you're probably coming to Canada. That's exciting news. Yeah, yeah. Well, good we love you. Canada. Well, good for you. And I just want to let people know again that the Superhumanoids debut LP is called Exhibitionist. It's available on August sixth via Innovative Leisure, and you can learn more about them at superhumanoids.com. Uh, guys. Uh, Thanks again for being on the program. Can we actually hear a song from uh, Exhibitionist right now? Yeah, definitely. This song's called So Strange. Well, to be honest, based on the permissions I've gotten that you don't even know about, I think the song we're going to hear might be called Jerry. The song is called, <laughs> totally called Jerry. Is that right? Is... No, the song's called Jerry. <laughs> what can you tell us about the song Jerry? Uh, it's the only song on our album that's in a 3-4 time signature. Oh, and, and is there any particular reason why that might have occurred? Why why that comes to mind? Um, we were all taking salsa classes at the time. Um, <laughs> and 
I, yeah, I think that that's the reason. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's, is it named after someone uh, in particular? Yeah, it is, but again, we're not really at liberty to talk about who. What? Oh, this is so frustrating. You know, my whole job is to try to <laughs> get information from you, and you're not really helping me. Um, you asked a lot of questions. That's have true. You, that is true. I did well, ask. You did answer most ever, of them. Have you ever seen Tom and Jerry? Yeah, I've seen Tom and Jerry, the car, the cat and the mouse. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I've seen it too. Have you Have you ever um, listened to Spice Girls? This is what I was going to say because it's not spelled like Tom and Jerry, J E R R Y. It's spelled G E R. But have you ever eaten? But have you ever eaten Ben and Jerry's ice cream? Again, <laughs> wrong spelling. It's spelled G E R I, which is the only Jerry I can think of is Jerry Hallowell of the yeah. Spice Girls. So I maybe maybe that doesn't matter so much, you know. I feel like maybe it's about. But yeah. the show Seinfeld, the lead character, his name is name, name. name Jerry, but again, not the same spell. The only Jerry, <laughs> G-E-R-I, that I can think of is Jerry Hallowell. So I'm just going to presume that this song, based on your obstruction uh, towards the end of this interview, I am going to uh, assume that the song might be about Jerry Hallowell of the Spice Girls. Well, well there's, there's one thing that we can tell you. It's not about Jerry Hallowell. Yeah, see, I don't know if I believe you at this point. I just don't know what to believe. <laughs> but that's fine. That's fair. In any case, let's just hear. This is Jerry, right? This is Jerry? Yeah, this is Jerry. Jerry. Visha's getting upset.
Hey, thanks again for checking out Creative Control with Vish Khanna. You can email me about the show at creativecontrol933 at gmail.com. That's creative with a K, control with a K, 933 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Twitter at Vish Creative, V-I-S-H-K-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. And you can also like our Facebook page. A version of this show airs on CFRU in Guelph every Wednesday at noon Eastern. And you can listen to that online at CFRU.ca or if you're in the KW region at 93.3 FM in Guelph. You can also sign up for the weekly mailing list for the podcast and the, and the show at vishkana.com and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I believe that is everything I wanted to tell you. Thank you once again. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> 